Good morning, little Saigon, Seattle. Good morning to all my friends and neighbors and humans living on planet Earth. Third planet from the sun, orbiting the sun in the Goldilocks zone. So I came across a video, before I go too far, it is Sunday, December the 6th, 2020. Sunday, December the 6th, 2020, right around 9.15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I came across a video uh, that was posted on YouTube in one of its articles about the fucking pandemic. And at first, I was kind of optimistic. I said, I'll watch this Michael Yeadon, this Dr. Mike Yeadon interview, and I'll somehow come out the other side believing that a couple things. One, Zero Hedge is not totally owned, and that there are people fighting for the truth. But what I came away with was that the best-case scenario, this video is indicative that the Overton window has shifted. And we're now in a place where people are starting to spread a meme or a story or a narrative. And the narrative goes like this. There was a pandemic, but now it's over. There was a terrible pandemic. Hundreds of people died every day in London back in April, right? But now it's over. It's over, right? And the thing is, the video is contrived, and I don't know how real this guy is. I've never researched him. His video link is in the fucking notes. So I have no clue how real this guy is. I don't know if he's legit. I don't know if he's deep state. But I can tell you that anybody that says there was a pandemic is a fool or a liar. There wasn't one. There still isn't one. You want to know what 2020 was so far and probably will continue to be until December the 31st? 2020 was one big snuff flick. Do you know what a snuff flick is? A snuff flick is where you pay people to make a movie about 
actual torture and actual killing. People were killed in 2020, probably millions in China. Probably so many in China that, well, we might never know actually. I'm not really sure there's an there's a other side to the rainbow to all this that we'd ever know. But I would guess millions have been killed in China and millions have been killed worldwide. So if the question is, Dan, have people been killed? Yes. Have people just died normal deaths while their families have been gaslit? Yes. Have people died because they haven't had access to medical care because of this cranky-ass, croaky-ass, bullshit, crony-ass scamdemic? Yes. The scamdemic. Not plandemic, because that would posit there was any demic at all. And there wasn't. There wasn't. It was a giant nothing burger, but people were killed. Listen, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, these are bullshit. These are made-up organizations that get fully funded by who? The Federal Reserve, you know, ultimately their proxies are things like Bank of America and Nike, but it's still the Fed. So that's what you gotta meditate on too. These fucking commies that you thought were so fucking real were getting their money from the Federal Reserve. Are you fucking kidding me? How, why do you keep believing this nonsense? That's what I want to know. Why do you all, why do you, not all of you, probably if you listen to me, you don't, but why do so many stupid fucking people believe this nonsense? It's stupid. It's nonsense. I'll give you a good reason, because the truth is worse. The truth is, you're nothing to these people. You are absolutely nothing. The truth is, they don't care. The people that quote-unquote run your world don't give a shit about ordinary people at all. You are so gaslit, so mind-fucked, it would take you 10,000 years just to find a fucking candle. That is how far deep in the dark a lot of Americans are. How deep in the cave of lies. Cave of lies, that's what you can call it. That's what you can call everything here now, a cave of lies. And a lot of people are so far down that cave of lies, they will never find their way out. So go ahead. I left a link to the video. You can watch it. Parts of it are sort of... I don't know. Parts of it make sense. It's, it's, all, it's like all great lies. You know, great lies contain a little bit of truth. And great liars often tell the truth just to keep their credibility. Doesn't mean they tell the truth all the time, though. That's what makes them a liar. Liars don't lie all the time unless they're stupid. But smart liars tell the truth periodically. In fact, probably at least half the time. I don't know how much more I want to talk about this. I, I am very disappointed in myself, and I'm disappointed in the human race, and we, we've canceled reality because we believed a lie, 
and we still want to believe it because we're too afraid of the truth. Well, I, I know what happens next, you know, and it's nothing good. Nothing good for you, nothing good for your family, nothing good for the people you care about. That's what happens next. When you're too afraid to hear the truth, then you put the world in charge of liars. And the liars and the sociopaths will drive us into a brick wall at a thousand miles per hour and they will be laughing their fucking coke head heads off, so to speak. They will be laughing their heads off filled with cocaine as they do it. That's the truth. That's closer to the truth than any fucking thing they'll tell you. And, and it's possible that they'll do the whole, yeah, they'll gaslight you one more time. They'll say there was a pandemic, but it's over. It's possible, folks. It's possible. I'm just here drinking my Sanka. It's possible they'll say, yes, there was a pandemic, but now it's over. There was a terrible pandemic that killed 50 bablillion people. But now it's over. It killed half the population of Tennessee. But now it's over. There are protein wars coming. Wars over protein, over what protein is left. The protein wars will force Seattle to fragment in the various gang clans. The Beef Roo Cowboys. The Clindic Rags. The Pork Orcs and the Soup Cats. Chicken Freaks and the Long Pig Poi Posse, Rainier Avenue Group, down to Rainier Beach.
course, the Gronkus Lords, right? Because the Gronkus Lords have been a part of Seattle for several years as a gang. It all starts soon. Of course, the Pork Orcs and the Long Pig Posse will form an alliance. The Pork Orcs will be made up of former police and other sorts of security guards and people that have access to large refrigeration units. The Long Pig Poi Posse will be made up of Polynesians and people from, I don't know, people from New Zealand and islands where, you know, stuff happens to people because you need the protein. These groups will work together, the pork orcs and the long pig poi posse, the pork orcs having a large supply of pigs that need to be fed, and the long pig poi posse having a supply of quote-unquote food with which to feed the pigs, taking the woos, right? Taking the woos. The Beefaroo Cowboys will try to grow synthetic beef at the GrowCore Gene Labs in Ballard. Yes, the Beefaroo Cowboys will try to grow synthetic beef at the GrowCore Gene Labs in Ballard. The Soup Cats, you want know what they do? They join up with the Clindic Rags. These are various, you know, lesbian posse groups. Women join together to fight for protein. Yes, the Clindic Rags and the Soup Cats will join forces for a while. They will have disagreements over whether or not people should eat cats. The Clindig Rags love their cat curry. And the soup cats think the cat is sacred.
are the stages of the whole process, though? The first stage is the brand new SUV at the food bank. We're talking Hummer Type 3s. We're talking hybrid Explorers. We're talking brand new, drive it off the lot for $80,000. The first phase is the food bank where you see these electrics and hybrids and diesels. Each one worth $60,000, but nobody has any protein. That's, that's phase one. That's the food bank. That's where we're at right now. Phase two is the garbage dump. After the food bank phase one and the garbage dump phase two comes the residue market. This is the market for protein residue and food residue that can be scraped off the inside of your sink or from the inside of your refrigerator or scraped off the sidewalks and boiled for 15 minutes. All the residues can be mined. All of the residues, the crusty old dried up shit in your sofa, the old dried out piece of pasta that you don't, you're too lazy to sweep up, that is a food bank. All of the residue between your fridge and your sink, that is a place where food is collected. And there'll be a market for residue. About the same time, perhaps before, per perhaps after, all the rats and roaches and crows and pigeons, all the living things, the squirrels and the worms, everything left alive will be harvested for protein. Th this is how, and you know, there'll be rice left for pho, so there'll be pho restaurants open all over Little Saigon for a few months. The street protein.
They'll be looking around for street protein. They'll be finding it where they need to. After all the little creatures have been hunted, after all the residue has been scraped, after the garbage dump has been turned over 17 different ways and the food banks are now just an empty wasteland, there's just one thing left. The long big boy posse knows the truth of this. So do the people of Easter Island. Easter Island know the next phase, phase five. The human hunt begins. Human will hunt human for lack of protein. How do you know the human hunt has begun? Well, you'll be walking down the street some night in the year 2021. Perhaps it'll be March or April. Perhaps it'll be just before or just after President Biden dies. You'll hear some scrambling little feet from behind. Well, not really little, though but many feet, many feet following from behind. You'll turn, you'll turn back and you'll see nothing. And then you'll walk further down the sidewalk in the darkness of night. The street lamps no longer work because nobody will fix them. And you hear that patter of feet, the feet, but they're closer. They're maybe only 30 feet away. You turn around. No one's there. walk a little faster. 
a little faster, your feet are a little firmer, a little harder, you grasp that sidewalk, you push yourself forward. You stop and turn around. stop and you turn around and in front of you are five you think they're people they're skin and bones their eyes are it seems like their eyes have gotten larger it's more like their faces have gotten smaller they don't look at you like you're a person though no, they, they don't have that look they're not ready to say good evening or hello they're holding bits of chain and rebar and hammers they're holding axes and hatches that look like they have dried up blood on them. And they're looking at you with those eyes, those greasy eyes, the eyes of hunger. And they don't see anything but that old-timey cartoon with the dog and the cat sitting in the cabin, and one of them starts looking like a lamb chop. That's how you'll, you'll know, I think, that the final phase, the human hunt phase, has begun of the protein wars. And yes, there'll be great gnashing of teeth and wailing of widows. And yes, people will shake their fists at heaven and say, Why, dear Lord, did you allow this to happen? And yeah, God didn't do this to you, fucker. Um... Your faithfulness towards evil and false gods did this to you. Your Keynesian bullshit did this to you. Your Norman Borlaug, your GMO food, your crappy, crappy, neo-Stalinist fucking hellhole did this to you. All your voting, all your voting did this to you. You're, you're here right now ready to be the main course because you believed in liars and cheats and scoundrels and scumbags. You believed in psychopaths and pedophiles and satanic real estate pyramid scheme whore pieces of shit. You believed in the Federal Reserve and the full faith and credit of the U.S. Treasury. Protein wars begin. Hedge your bets towards Artemax. Artemax LLC does an IPO in second Q21. Artemax IPO price will be $50 a share, but by noon on May the 2nd, it will pop up above that amount, you know, in aftermarkets. It'll go to $200 a share. At that point, There'll be people like the former President Trump who will speak up Artemax saying, if you really want to get huge, that's spelled H-U-G-E, 
if you want to get huge, you'll buy Artemax. There's a dual pr pricing premise for all special IPOs in 21. The chemistry of the new world will be unleashing a friendship and a poop party between the fecal allies of those unionists and commie scumbags who call themselves kings. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't want to talk about Velveeta. <sighs> Emperor Gomez. Remember what Grandpa Joe said. We'll build back better using Velveeta. Carter Rehnquist was with the CIA, the Central Intelligence a Agency, for 35 years. He was responsible for operations in a Iran and Iraq and other places filled with poisoned mines and poisoned bodies. Carter kept a list of things he did and for who murder list, a list of murders and killings and destruction. He had tapes. Carter left these tapes with his lawyers and he had many lawyers in many countries. Sure, Langley knew about a few of them. But they didn't know about all of Carter's little dead drops and spots he put shit. They didn't know about all of his little little knobby holes and crags and cricks and crooks and places he shoved shit. They didn't know all of it. They didn't know enough. And one day when he dies, all those tapes get released. What will we find out? What will we find out when Carter's tapes are released? What did Grandpa Joe do? What do, Grandpa Joe? <laughs> yeah, fuck Grandpa Joe. Here is a quote from Dr. Freckles. There is no certainty during the great discontinuity. There are only shades of likelihood. So if you've listened to this podcast over the last few months, you know that Jim and I did a bazillion podcasts. And generally, we've talked about the present and the future, but mainly the future. And I, I gotta say that you know there have been there have been things that have happened in 2020 I didn't quite see coming. A lot of things I did, but there was a lot I didn't. Like I kind of joked a year ago that they might use some type of monkey virus, and that's a quote. I thought, hey, you know what? To cover up the collapse, to cover up shit falling apart. 
maybe they'll use a monkey virus. And I didn't say bat virus, so there's that, right? But I did say monkey virus. But the reason why I didn't think they'd do it is because it just seemed too crazy. Like it seemed, yeah, doing this COVID bullshit and plus the race war crap and the way this election was just completely trashed, it's not just that they jumped the shark, okay? It's not just Fonzie, okay, driving his fucking motorcycle or, or water skiing in this case water skiing, and then jumping the shark. There were like thousands of sharks and thousands of jumps, and they chose to do all of them. It was crazy. But if you understand to the extent that people have been sheltered and manipulated, to the extent that people pay more heed to their quote-unquote smart device than to their own family members, it's not that surprising. A lot of this has been a kind of self-organizing fear prism, prison, you know? A self-organizing fear prison. A prison that organizes itself. Kind of like those fucking shitty-ass experiments the psychologists used to do with college students back in the 60s and 70s. You know? Let's see if we can't turn ordinary decent people into dirtbags because, hey, the Nazis did it. This is, you know, this is the great discontinuity. Everybody thinks they know what's going on. Everyone has theories. My only current operating theory is quite simple. That the powers that be have exposed us to one type of mind fuck after another. And this, and it just didn't happen in 2020. I would say this all started going crazy right about the 2016 election. And I didn't truly think it was going to last that much longer. Like, I kind of thought, okay, this is the sign shit is really falling apart. Back in 2016, I was dead certain that by 2017, everything was going to be chaos. I was wrong. And so I could be wrong in this case. I could be wrong. It could be the case that this incredible, nightmarish asylum of evil and darkness can just keep going like a perpetual motion machine of scumbaggery. It's possible. It's possible. It's just not very fucking likely. Because as much as the Federal Reserve can print money, and they can, they can't print protein, at least not yet. And if they ever did, I don't think you'd want to eat it if you had a choice. The Fed can print money. They can't print food. The Fed can print money. They can't print 
you know, human excellence or entrepreneurship. The Fed can print money, but they can't print human creativity. Sorry. So assuming that this thing is what it is, it seems like in 2016, we were being exposed to one kind of gaslighting manipulation after another. This includes all the Russia conspiracy, Putin nonsense. This includes all the crap about Trump this and Trump that. It includes all of it, all the revelations, all the pedophilia, everything that I've seen since 2016 leads me to believe that something is being hidden. And maybe the thing that's being hidden is this great reset. I don't think that's the truth, but you never know. Because you can't really reset Humpty Dumpty. And if this continues a few more months, that's what we're going to have. Do you guys really think your neighbors are going to actually spy on you like this is East Germany? Do you really think your neighbors are going to knock on your door and force a vaccine on you? That might last for a couple weeks. Maybe. Maybe that dystopia lasts for three or four weeks. But unless they collect all the guns first, it only goes to four weeks. And then at that point, a lot of people start dying. A lot. And I don't care whether you think the virus is real or not real. I live in a place where if it was real, I should be dead. But I'm not. And a lot of other people should be dead for the same reason, but they're not. Are people dying? Oh, certainly they are. Did I tell you this was a snuff flick? Did I tell you that this was a movie for hire, murder, torture, reality show? Yes, people are being tortured and murdered. Holy crap. We're in wave two of killing old people now. If you, were, if you had the courage and the cameras, and if there were any fucking journalists left or any fucking network that would show the video, you could actually go to some of these old folks' homes, and I bet you would see some pretty fucked up shit going on. But nobody cares. This is a self-organizing prison. That's what this is right now. And yeah, I think we are in the great discontinuity. And that also implies the people that think they're in charge are also not. Now, do I believe there is a plan? Yes, there is a plan. It's God's plan. Everything else is pretty much crap. But there is a plan, the Lord's plan. The people that think they're running things right now, <laughs> they're not. They're not running shit. They're not in control of shit. And... I think a lot of them know this. I think a lot of them, the smart ones, know this. You know, they know that their situation is untenable. They know that the current set of affairs is untenable. And when it falls apart, okay, when it unzips, there won't be any need for a virus to kill people. Okay, you're talking about a Jenga tower of overly complex supply chains and networks and systems that were never designed to be flexible. It was never about freedom. The system was never designed to be organizing in that way. Yes, yes, it was perfectly capable of gaslighting hundreds of millions of people, but it wasn't designed to do anything good. 
okay? You gotta kind of meditate on that. It was designed to do terrible shit. Well, you're not gonna need more of that pretty soon. You're gonna have plenty. The store will be full up on terrible. It already kinda is. I promise you within weeks it'll be full up, so you won't need it. It won't be required. There is no certainty during the great discontinuity. There are only shades of likelihood. This is where I'm at right now. I think that the only reason why you gaslight people to this extent is because something terrible is broken. You broke it. You did something. You don't want to talk about it. I don't think it's the great reset though. And, and I think we will find out soon if this is the case, if it really has been one scare monkey one trauma monkey, one flying fucking monkey after another to simply hide the truth. I do think the truth is coming out soon. And I also think it's true that even if, it, even if all that's going to happen, even if the only real truth is that a famine is coming, it's going to be a great famine. It's not going to be something where you turn on the TV and people in Africa are skinny and have bloated stomachs. You won't have to turn on the TV. Assuming the internet is working, you won't have to surf the web. If this famine is coming, the one that I think is coming, the one that was engineered, in a sense, created, um, if, if, by, if not by plans, then definitely by incompetence, if it's, if it's coming, it's going to be terrible and you won't need to surf the web to see evidence of it. It will be on your street. It will be in your building. It will be on your block. It will be little kids begging for food. That's what's coming. If we're lucky. Of course, there's worse. And I don't want to talk about worse. Because that's bad enough. At this point in human history, a famine of the right scale could set us back a lot. You know, maybe a couple hundred years. Because... I, I, I keep saying this, people don't get it. We did not build to last, okay? The reason why that old, demented, brain-shriveled fuck, Joseph Biden, has been repeating this phrase, build back better, and it's not his phrase, his shriveled brain didn't come up with it. The reason why that phrase is out there is because the paradigm, the belief is that they can construct something through status social engineering that will finally work. After thousands of years of trying, one last try will finally work. Oh, you know, the pharaohs and the Romans and the Greeks, the fucking Persians, Assyrians, Chinese, none of them understood. We know how to do it now for the first time. That is a conceit. That is hubris, folks. They didn't know how to build anything in the first place. You really think they're going to build back better? No, that's not on the menu. They built us. They built us into this prison. They built us into this fear cave. They built us into what is going to be a famine, and it was not something that had to happen. It was planned. 
You see, even though I don't think these fuckers control shit, they do in their heads believe they do. And I, I do think this famine was planned. I'm not entirely sure the people who planned it were in charge, but there were people involved. And it is coming, and it's going to be terrible. And all of the worst things about human experience that you can imagine will be on display. And you will not have to go to the web to see pictures of skinny people with bloated stomachs. And yeah, it'll take a while. It'll take a while for this country to get to that point, maybe about three to four months. But I, I'm pretty certain by day 125 that you're going to see all of this. And then by day 365, you're going to wonder how you survived if you're still alive. And then you're going to try to forget the things you had to do to stay alive. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there. Anyways, this is a crappy little Saigon report. You know, I wish I had better news. I wish I could... I really do. I wish I had better news. Um, I don't. It's possible. Here are some potentially... I'll leave you with some news that might be... <sighs> better news. I'll leave you with some news. I don't think this is going to happen. But maybe everybody will collectively say there was a pandemic, but it's over. And then maybe on January the 1st, everybody turns and spins around three times counterclockwise. And they repeat to themselves, 2020 never happened. And then maybe all the government scumbags stop attacking people and maybe people forget that they were attacked. Maybe everybody participates in a group conspiracy to transport us back to the year 2019. No, better yet. Yeah, well, I don't know what the good year was, but whatever the best last year was, we get to go back in a time machine. Let's say 2018. You get to go in your machine to 2018 because everybody agrees with everybody else that 2020 didn't happen and 2019 was shitty. that's going to happen, but I know that that could happen. Maybe that explains the whole fucking Michael Yeadon thing, you know? I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but he's British and he sounds serious, and he sounds like someone you should listen to. Ergo, when you hear him say things like hundreds of people were dying every day in April, well, it must have happened, right? And it must have been the COVID. I mean, I'm pretty certain that in any given April in the last decade, hundreds of people have died in London. Not of anything particular, mind you, except for the big, you know, the big bar chart of, you know, heart disease, cancer, diabetes. But the point is, any given fucking month, you would find people dying. So what, what this guy really said was, is magically back in April, the hundreds of people dying were the COVID. So maybe we are headed towards a mass conspiracy to pretend that this mutually assured monkey fuck never happened. Maybe the self-organizing prison will somehow transform into the self-organizing delusion 
and then become the self-organizing gaslight operation. And we all mutually agree that we gaslighted each other, but now it's over. I don't think that's gonna happen. Just like I don't think it's gonna be um, a slam dunk to vaccinate people with God knows what, I don't know how anybody would think that's a slam dunk. Do you remember the Obamacare website? I know it's ancient history, 20 fucking 13. But do you remember that fucking shitty website and how many millions they spent to get a pile, a steaming pile of shit? And you think they're going to go through the country like some efficient fucking militaristic wave and vaccinate a lot of people? This is what's going to happen. They're going to vaccinate a lot of people, a few people here and there. A lot of those people will get sick. Some of those people will die. And then in the third or fourth week, there will be people that knock on doors, here to here for your vaccinate, free, your free vaccination. And what they're going to get back is probably 5.56, five, 9 millimeter, 38, 357, 12 gauge, or any number of other optional calibers. Maybe even black powder. I mean, an Enfield 50 caliber rifle at that range? Wow. So none of this that they're talking about right now even, all the fucking fear right now, all the fear, the Joseph Biden, you know, Grandpa Joe fear, the fucking Klaus Schwab, we're all going to live in THX 1138 and get our education through an injection fear, and maybe even the famine fear, although I think that one might actually be true, I think. I think the famine is probably coming. But all of this shit is really designed to cover something up. And maybe even the famine is designed for the same purpose. I don't know. All I'm certain of is that I don't know any more about 2021 than you do. I don't think it's very likely that, that people will come to their senses. But wouldn't it be great if they did? Like, instead of just being all delusional and playing pretend land, instead of gaslighting our neighbors and taking advantage of them, instead of participating in the holy mask experiment, maybe people will wake up on January the 1st and just be, fuck this, I'm a human being, you know, I have dignity. I don't think that's going to happen. I think people will be, will be pushed to their breaking points at some point. And when that does happen, the result is not going to be fucking John Locke and Thomas Jefferson. The result is not going to be some organized rebellion. When this crooked-ass empire unzips because of how long we've waited, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be a mess. Okay? All the beanbag material will spill out over the floor, and then there'll be some stuff inside of there you didn't want to see. Yeah, that's another thing that's going to happen, too, when this thing unzips. There will be a window where whatever revelations you think you've been exposed to, oh, you know, oh, contraire, mon frere, the revelations that will come in those few brief days or weeks during this period of time will blow your fucking mind, and then the internet will stop working. Of course, they could just have World War Three, A little nuclear war some neutron bombs. They could scorch the earth with radioactivity. And then they could go to their disco lounge in Antarctica and dance out the night.
They might head to their disco lounge. They might end up there. I don't know. I really do want to say things that will make people feel better because it would be great to just be told everything's fine, but you know, shit's not fine. And I think that the last thing people need to do is stay calm. Actually, now is a time, excuse me, months ago was a time to get angry. <laughs> if you're not angry right now, I don't understand what planet you're living on. You're being abused, you're being lied to. Most of you are being treated terribly. Some things that I think you just have to accept, whatever retirement funds or pensions you think float out there in the future to give you some nice, calm retirement years, that's over. That is what biologists would call functionally extinct. Yes, 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 CalPERS still exists and all these other fucking pension funds and 401ks and all these financial instruments still exist, but they are functionally extinct. There is no end game by which this continues and you get any money at all. It either collapses or it blows out. If it collapses, you get nothing. If it blows out, you'll get millions and millions of nothing. You know, take a million, multiply by zero. What's the number? And that applies to Bitcoin too, folks. I'm sorry, but if you've sunk all your money into cryptos, all you've really done is sunk money into the last ditch effort of the financial system to stay afloat. That's it. You bought shares in a, in a, in a raft, you know, in a lifeboat. Lifeboat shares. That's what Bitcoin was. But the lifeboat is leaky and it won't fit that many people. And once stuff stops working in any effective way, once the logistical supply chains really break down, stuff like Bitcoin, or I should say the crypto economy, just won't respond very well. It won't work. So best case scenario, you can scam people of money from now until that day. But I've said this before. Listen, they can't fucking make the bus lights work. Okay, the little bus light, the little bus signs that tell you when the bus is going to arrive, and that's been true for three or four years now, right? So why do you think they're going to keep any of this shit together? How do you think that's going to happen through magic? Oh, through artificial intelligence and robots, right? No. So crypto too is a dead end zone, but go ahead and put money in crypto if it makes you feel better. But right now, all of that shit is functionally extinct. It is over. You just People just don't know it yet. And it's over. The smartest thing anybody could do is what I've been telling people to do for almost 10 years. And yeah, I know. I didn't take my own advice for lots of reasons. Get the fuck out of the cities. Get a piece of land and learn to farm and purify water. Because once this shit falls apart, you'll have one chance in a thousand of survival. Maybe a lot less, okay? You'll have a very small likelihood of survival once all this shit unwinds. And that's your best chance. If you stay in the cities, your, your most likely outcome is going to be you're going to be dead. You know, at least 8 out of 10 people that live in the cities will probably be dead in a couple years. Oh my god, Dan, I can't believe you just said that. Well... I'm saying it because we're in the window. That's where we're at now. 
So get the fuck out of the cities. Get yourself a piece of land someplace. Learn to farm without petrochemicals. In fact, learn how to do low-intensity human-scale farming. And if you're going to you know, use technology and engineering to be smart about it. There are ways to be smart about it. Do vertical farming. Do smart things. There are ways in which you can intelligently deal with your situation. But don't put all your eggs in the, the internet's going to keep working basket. I would not do that. And man, would I stock up on actual books at this point. Actual books made of actual paper. You can put them in large storage containers. Believe me, they'll be worth a lot. You can buy them cheap today. And if the world doesn't totally turn to shit, those books will be worth something tomorrow. But I don't know what to tell you beyond that, you know. Be happy for every day you have that's kind of normal. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that 2020 was just a big fucking fake out. And every year after this is wonderful and easy. And all sorts of just great things happen. That would be wonderful. It is not very likely. But it would be great. The one thing that we can all remember about the great discontinuity is anything could happen. This is separate from questions of religion or even general history. What we're at right now in terms of human existence is the anything could happen. Doesn't mean it will, but it could. That's hopeful. Because that means that maybe the next fucking, I don't know, next groove we get stuck on won't suck. Beyond that, I don't know what to say. Except have a great rest of your Sunday. <laughs>